Hello and welcome to a, another moustache musing. Tonight, I'm going to tackle the idiotic woke generation. Yep, I think that woke generation are idiots. If you consider yourself part of the woke, then you are an idiot. And I'm going to give you a few examples. If you don't know, the woke generation is supposedly a generation of people who have woken up. And that's where they get their name from, woke. They've woken up to the fact that this is wrong with the world, that is wrong with the world, there are many things wrong with the world. And then they have this fantastic way of shutting people, calling people out and they use this weapon that is called the cancel culture. Cancel culture meaning that <clears throat> they do it so often, it has actually become a culture. Can you imagine that? They cancel you if you do something wrong. The first, you know, I, lots of people do stupid things and I don't really uh, bother with the stupid things that people do. Idiots will do idiotic things. And if you go around getting getting worked up by idiots, you, it's just a waste of time. People want to believe in the flat earth. They want to eat, eat tight pots. You go right ahead. I don't really care. You want to go bungee jumping while holding on to your, in your little child you go right ahead i don't i don't i i might uh be appalled by your stupidity but i don't go around trying to cancel cancel you what's the point it's a waste of time it's a waste of my time but this woke generation have gone too far with their cancel culture i was uh shocked to read about this um, uh, Nobel Prize winner who was cancelled. He, he was uh, on stage, um, I can't remember whether he, was, whether he was giving a prize or receiving a prize or whatever, but he had made a joke and Somebody in the audience decided that the joke was sexist and she needed to call him out on it and shut him down, cancel him. I read the joke and I thought, it's such a normal kind of joke. It's just a, just a joke. Lah. Then I thought, maybe it's the way he told it. So I went online to listen to him telling the joke. And again, I didn't see anything wrong with it. And I know it's a joke because right after he made that funny remark, he followed it by the words, but seriously. And then went on to state the serious part of his speech.
But somebody in the audience, a lady, decided that his joke was sexist and it needed to be called out. So she tweeted about it and all these other people uh, decided to jump on the bandwagon, retweeted the tweets and started to uh, attack this Nobel Prize winner. Then a professor from a, another university stated that that Nobel Prize winner should be fired from his job in, at his university. And uh, the, his university was so pressured that they gave him the Nobel Prize winner. They gave the gave him a ultimate ultimatum: either you resign or we'll fire you. That's how powerful this woke generation is. So this man, if I'm not mistaken, he's in his seventies. He decided to resign. And I thought, what a waste of talent. All because somebody did not find his little joke funny and decided to cut short his career. Another example would be this other scientist <clears throat> who had sent a probe to a comet believe this or not, he was part of a team that sent a probe to a comet. And when the probe reached the comet, he was interviewed and uh, on that day, he wore a Hawaiian looking shirt. At, at first, when I looked at the photo, I thought it was a Hawaiian shirt. But as it turns out, it was a shirt with a lot of uh, scantily clad uh, women, drawings. Somebody had actually designed that uh, shirt for him to wear. It looked as though it was a uh, bunch of cartoon characters, women uh, in bikinis and looking sexy all over his shirt. And the whole internet, instead of going wild, at the achievement of length of sending a probe to a comet, they all went wild over his shirt, saying that it was very disrespectful to women. One last example. Some time ago, we all celebrated Women's Day. Yes, we all celebrated Women's Day. Uh, uh, a friend of mine on Facebook uh, used a photo and in that photo there were three women including herself and me so there were four of us I was the only guy in the photo and she on, the, on that photo she had written the captions Happy Women's Day or something to the effect and she shared it on her Facebook and I, I took the photo 
and I sent it to the other two women in the photo, and I uh, I accompanied it with uh, something to the effect of, "Look who used our photo for uh, Women's Day." One of the women immediately replied and said, "Yeah." Isn't it great? Or, oh, we're going to be famous or something along those lines. The other lady did not reply immediately. I didn't think too much about it. Because, you know, it's just a, a photo being shared. Our photos, there are four of us in it. And we all share photos. We all share images, uh, memes and whatnot. So maybe she didn't, uh, didn't think too much about it. Lah, and I didn't think too much about it either. But a day later, she replied and I was shocked at her reply. Her reply started with an apology. She said, oh, I'm so sorry that your image was used in the photo. I, I hope that you won't be angry, uh, too angry about it. I was surprised. I'm thinking, wait, what? What's going on? I'm, I'm not angry. I was thrilled that someone had used a photo with me inside it to promote Women's Day. Why is this lady apologizing? And she's not a, a young lady who might have mistaken uh, the meaning of the photo. She... She, 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 oh, she's not young. I don't want to say that she's an old lady for fear of being murdered by her. <laughs> but I was thinking, why, why, why would you need to apologize for such a small thing? Well, she's apologizing because of this cancel culture. The whole world has gone crazy right now finding fault with every single thing, every small thing that could be deemed sexist or racist or sensitive. And they will call out the person who made that remark. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not, whether the thing was said in jest or whether it was taken out of context to hell with all that, let's just call this person out and let's cancel him. And this is what really gets my goat. The woke generation is supposed to be woken up, but it seems to me that they've actually dug a big hole and jumped in and cover themselves till they don't really know what's what anymore. They don't know what's right. They don't know what's wrong. All they know is they have a special kind of power. Good evening. Now, let's talk about that idiot, idiot woman who cancelled the Nobel Prize winner. I'll tell you why she called out 
the Nobel Prize winner and his sexist jokes. She called him out because she could. She had the power to cancel someone. She had the power to cancel a Nobel Prize winner. So, she simply used her power. One tweet later, and the end result was, a Nobel Prize winner stepped down from his position in a university. The scientist who wore that shirt filled with scantily clad women, that's so insensitive to women. But if you were to criticize a woman for wearing scantily clad clothes, you will be called out and with words along the lines of it's none of your business what women want choose to wear you have no right to comment on a woman women should be proud of their body what's the problem of women wearing a bikini but Here's this guy wearing a shirt with scantily clad women on it and all of a sudden, let's try and cancel him. Why? Because they can. That's all. You know why my friend <clears throat> was so apologetic? When the, an image of four of us was used for uh, uh, Women's Day because now people will get angry if you use the wrong pronoun. If you call a person he, when that person prefers to be called a she, oh my god, you've, created, you've opened up the gates of hell. If you call a person fat? Oh my god. Totally ludicrous. This is totally beyond crazy. This is the kind of generation that's going to inherit this earth, this world. Well, you're not going to make it better. You're just going to make it worse. You're just going to make it worse. No tea. You know, I'm fine with um, people being woke. And I think that people should be woke. People should be woke to the fact that capitalism does not, is not the best answer. Socialism isn't the best answer either, in my opinion. It, it must be a good marriage between the two. When we uh, say that someone is fat, yeah, it, it's uh, harsh. It's not nice to call someone fat. But really, you have to look at the context. 
if my mother called me fat, I would accept that she is trying to look out for me. Because my mother knows that being fat is not a good thing. It comes with a lot of sicknesses and diseases like high cholesterol and diabetes and hypertension. These things uh, are bad for you. When my mother calls me fat, then I'll, I'll have to probably think long and hard about the choices I make about my diet, about my lifestyle, my lack of exercise and, and whatnot. But if you're in, in an argument and your opponent calls you fat, then that's wrong. What's you being fat got to do with anything? What's you being fat got to do with the argument that you're presenting? Unless it's an argument about dieting and eating right. And you're actually saying that you eat right and here you are obese. Then yeah, I suppose something is wrong. Lah. So really we have to look at the context. Every night I walk here and you guys still don't recognize me. Useless, lah, the two of you. <laughs> I, uh, some time ago, I wrote a, a piece in my blog and I stated that I'm not a feminist and I will never be a feminist. I'll let you think about it for a little while. Let you uh, fume a little bit about why I will not call myself a feminist. I will not call myself a feminist because I don't want to be associated with the kind of feminist that we see all over TV, the internet. You know, the ones who are screaming and shouting at people when they are trying to explain their position, the ones who will yell, oh, you're just trying to mansplain it to me, is it? Mansplaining. And then what's that, what's that one about where they try to get you to keep your legs closed when you're sitting in a train or in the subway what's it manspreading manspreading and all these uh because the worst of the lot is the what's been called the femi nazis oh my god they will just jump at anything meat <laughs> it's bad Men, ah, patriarchy. Really, you think about it, lah. Why the hell would I want to be in the same group as this these people? I will not. But they proudly call themselves feminists. So I proudly not call myself feminist because I don't want to be in 
be put in the same group as them. Now, before you even think about saying that I do not respect the rights of women, I want to ask, where were you when I went to stand to stand up for the rights of women, transgenders, and people in, at the risk of being arrested. I'll tell you about the time I thought I was going to get arrested. I, there was an event called Sexuality Merdeka. Now, before that, I had never heard of this group. I've never heard of these events, but it has been going on for several years where people of uh, different sexualities are trying to fight for their rights. The right to be a transgender, right to, to be a lesbian, for a woman to love another woman. Love is love, man. Why, why, why must it only be between a man and a woman? Why can't it be between a man and another man? It can. So, they had a, an event. It was held at the Annex. This is uh, a, a small building that was behind the Central Market. And uh, I went to attend that event. Now, uh, on my way to the event, or an hour before the event, someone had tweeted that there are lots of, there are lots of uh, policemen hanging around at Central Market. And uh, uh, we just saw a few Black Marias the Black Maria is the is the nickname for the police Land Rover. And if you see a Black Maria, you know that the police are ready to make um, arrests. That's what the Black Maria is for, is to haul people up to the police station. And uh, my family told me, don't go, lah. better don't go, later can I arrest it. But I thought to myself, if I don't stand up for the rights of these minorities. Who the hell is going to stand up for my right when I need it? So I went. Before the event could even start, I heard the police shouting. They shouted something and a few, many <laughs> police Men rushed into the event. I thought, this is it. We're going to be handcuffed and hauled up to the Black Maria and sent to the police station and probably suffered, uh, suffer the fate of so many detainees. Anwar, when he was detained, suffered a black eye. Will I cannot the same thing? I don't know. And I can tell you, I stood there in the foyer area where we all were. We, we haven't even started the event. We just said that we we're going to start the event and the police rushed in. I stood there, practically shitting in my pants. I was so scared. 
that day. You can actually find the video of this event. I can't remember what it's called now, but maybe you can use your Google um, Errorness to find it. Yeah, it was a sexuality Merdeka event and it happened a few years ago. If you look carefully, you can see me right in the middle of the foyer. And I was holding a rolled up umbrella. I was a huge, big golf umbrella. Uh, I was, I had my glasses on. So look out for me. Because I was the only one not moving. That was how scared I was. Yeah, so before you accuse me of not understanding rights of women, rights of the minority, please go to hell, I do. And not only do I understand it, I've actually went and protested and supported these rights. But I will not call myself a feminist. I will not call myself a feminist because of the idiotic things that some of these femi-Nazis do. They call themselves feminists. So since they are part of the feminist group, I don't want to be part of that group. I'd like to offer some advice for the woke generation. I really hope that this generation, this woke generation will think long and hard about the consequences of their cancel culture. It, I actually I don't um, I, I I I can't say that the cancel culture is a bad thing. We have used the cancel culture for a long time. Do you remember um, case of Eddie Rajang? the Malay Muslim man who had video filmed himself berating a promoter girl, a beer promoter girl, Chinese girl who was promoting beer at a supermarket and he was just asking her questions like who said you can sell beer here? First of all, she's not selling the beer. She has been employed by the beer company to promote beer to people. And uh, he was saying things like, you don't have the right to sell beer here. This is a Malay place, Malay area. And then he posted that video on, in his, on his Facebook. And then uh, I think, if not mistaken, also on his uh, WhatsApp group. And that video went viral. And I was so glad when the internet banded together. Good evening and called him out. In fact, uh, netizens found out where he uh, was working and got him fired from his job. And you know what? I'm glad that he, will. he got fired. A racist like him has no place in our society. So in this case, cancel culture was used for good was used to shut down a racist and a person who thinks that um, it's okay to berate another person just because it doesn't um, uh, just because he doesn't drink beer therefore 
he did he feels that he's got the right to shut down other people who can sell beer and who can drink beer so if we use this cancel culture correctly i'm all for it remember when you thought that Raja Petra was a turncoat. What happened? The number of visitors to his website dropped. His videos, the number of views to his videos dropped. He's still around. And uh, by the way, I still read and listen, read his uh, articles and uh, still listen to him sometimes on his videos. His his uh, videos that he puts out on YouTube, I still listen to them. But my point is, we use cancel culture when we found out that he wasn't supporting the opposition. Now I want to talk about hak melayu. Jangan cabar hak orang melayu. And this, I think, is a very similar uh, stand that the woke generation has. It's true in our country that in our country, the Malays have a special position. But for some reason, a lot, some of these Malay people extend they are privileged in areas that really they have no the, the, the privilege does not extend to that, that that place like for instance Eddie Rojang where in the world did that man think that he had the right to try and shut down that promoter girl and the sale of beer in his area just because he thought that it was a Malay area therefore no sale of alcohol. Don't know whether you know that a few years ago, um, there was a group of uh, people in a neighborhood in Shah Alam who tried to move an old Indian temple. The Indian temple had been there for donkey years and then this new housing estate uh, sprouted up around the temple and uh, most of the homeowners were Malays and they went on TV, they went on the internet shouting things like Ini hak orang Melayu, jangan cabar Kita suruh you keluar, you keluar I'm not sure about what happened to that in that Hindu temple. It is so strange to me that when the, these kinds of people shout their Ha Orang Melayu, and yet, for the rest of us, when we hear the Azan five times a day, we don't complain. This is Malaysia. This is the way the Muslims pray by calling fellow Muslims to pray. 
we have lived with it for all our lives. We don't go around telling the mosque, Hey, bodoh. Kenapa kuat sangat? Kita orang tengah nak tidur. Anak tengah nak belajar. Boleh tak engkau diam sikit? Lima kali sehari. Bising. Who does that? Nobody does that. Nobody does that because this is Malaysia. We live in a multicultural society. But for some odd reason, there are some Malays who think that it's their right to do certain things. They have the hak orang Melayu. And people wonder, why is it that we still see um, advertisements for tenants and it's stated there, no Muslims, Malays need not apply. Let's put ourselves in the position of the employer, okay? The employee has only one position to fill. Let's say it's for a, a general clerk, let's say. They call them a office assistant, administrative assistant, or administrator. The pay isn't much. But they'll say, no Malays, please. Why? Because if you take any other person, you don't get this person running off all of a sudden to go and pray. On Fridays, you don't have this person disappearing for two and a half hours to three hours. But the pay you pay needs to be on par with whatever you offered. So if you were going to offer 2,000 ringgit for that position, Chinese, Indian, Christian, Hindu, Taoist, a Bengali, a Sikh person can come in. They expect 2,000 and you expect them to work the stipulated hours. But a Malay person will come in and you say, Friday I need to pray. It's my two sayap near heart. Bagai, uh, as a Muslim. So how? Which boss wants to wants to have that? If you complain, oh you get a call from Jais. Jakin, they'll come and visit you and give you a fine or give you a warning. You have a room to rent in your bachelor pad, your bachelor house, and um, you put out an advertisement to rent one of the rooms out. So what do you say? You say, no Muslims. Why? Because when the Muslim comes into the house, all of a sudden, 
you cannot use this pot, you cannot use this pan, you cannot cook barbie because tak halal. So because of that one person in the house, the rest of you cannot eat pork. So who wants that? Now, I want you to understand that other religions also have certain things that they do. Okay? I know um, I once had a student, an Indian student, and then uh, he told me, oh, uh, teacher, uh, next week on tuition day, I I won't be coming for tuition. When I asked him, I said, why? Oh, it's a Hindu festival. So my family are going to go and pray. So I asked him, will you be going to school? He said, no. My, fam- uh, my, my mom and dad also uh, taking the day off from work because uh, we need to go and pray. Other people's religion, they have to take days off to go and pray. Muslims are given this privilege. The privilege of Fridays, you're allowed to go and pray because that's what Muslims do. But what do some of these Muslims do? They abuse that privilege. Instead of going out at a stipulated time, what they do is (coughs) they take half an hour more before the prayer starts and half an hour more after the prayer ends. They come up with um, reasons why. Oh, kutbah panjang lah. The sermon was very long. But you're not there to check, so you can't tell. So, work cannot get, work is not done. Work cannot be finished. So what do you do? No choice what? He went to pray, so he came back late, so he cannot finish his work. So the work has to be postponed to some, some other time. Lah. What if a Muslim was to come to you and say, Sir, if you employ me, I will promise that even though I take my time for my prayers, because that's my duty as a Muslim, but I promise you, all my work will be done on par with everybody else. So, if I need to stay back to finish my work, you can be rest assured, I will stay back and finish my work. I think that any boss would agree to take him as an employee. But unfortunately, a lot of Muslims misuse this privilege that they have. They they misuse it to slack off. And thus, people prefer not to hire Muslims. It's the same with the woke generation. They have this power to cancel someone. So what do they do? 
they just misuse it. How many times have we seen people apologizing for trivial things? Trivial things. Things that were meant as jokes and quips. And uh, some didn't even mean anything. And yet, because it's branded as sexist, as uh, racist, as sensitive, so they are made to apologize for something they did not do. And that, I think, is ridiculous. I think that that is just plain bullshit. If we want to live in a better world, in a better society, we need to tone down this cancellation thing. We need to be honest with ourselves and we really need to work towards a better society. We cannot just say that we have the power to do something, therefore, let us show the people that we mean business and use that power. Use that power to, for the wrong reasons is, is a bad thing. I don't know whether I should be, I want to explain any more my position on this. Jangan cabar hak orang Melayu. On one hand, I'm quite afraid that somebody would misunderstand what I just said. Now, on the other hand, I'm thinking, good lah, if you misunderstand it, you really don't deserve to understand anything. You, you do realize that I'm not being racist, right? I'm just pointing out a fact. The fact that some Muslim idiots do misuse their rights and extend it to areas that they don't have any rights. But still, they just extend it. The most recent one, of course, is the during our MCO, which is now, we're not allowed to sell or buy alcohol because that is not a necessity. Then, what about cigarettes? Not necessity. What? Oh, but that one is uh, that one is allowed. That, that one can. That one can. These are the kind of things lah. you want to fight. We should fight for these kinds of things. These, these things that, that really, one decision by the minister or the ministry and everybody's, 
everybody has to live with that, the consequence of that stupid decision. But I want to tell you some good news. In my tuition, I try not to hide too many things from the children. If they ask me, no matter how young they are, I try to explain whatever they ask me in a, in a way that hopefully they can understand. Um, there are some things I, I don't touch on, like for instance, sex. I don't uh, talk about how babies are made. Uh, until they are about, uh, until they are form, in form one, and if uh, a primary school student were to ask me, teacher, what, what is sex, or how, how, where do babies come from, or something to do with their private parts, I just tell them, you come back to tuition in form one, and uh, I'll tell you all about it, because it is actually in their science syllabus. But. Uh, Sometimes they will, they will ask me about what's going on in the world and um, I try to explain to them at their level. I remember in one class, and these were standard four children. And somehow we got to, we were talking about uh, Malays and their special position in Malaysia. Now, I don't have any problems with Malays having a special position. Why shouldn't they have a special position? After all, um, they are the dominant race. And uh, if they did not agree many, many years ago for people like me to be, my people like my family to be citizens of this country, we will have to really balik Teng Suan or Taiwan or Hong Kong or whatever country that would accept us as citizens. But luckily, the Malays said that, okay, we will allow um, non-Malays, foreigners, immigrants to be part of this very special country called Malaysia. But do not forget that we have a special right. I'm, I'm fine with that because uh, the special right doesn't mean that I get to eat less. It doesn't mean that my children cannot be doctors or lawyers or engineers or whatever they wish to be. If they have big ambitions, they can work hard for it to achieve whatever they, their ambitions are. That's fine. Anyway, in this class of standard four students, and these are 10 year olds, in, in case you don't know how old standard fours are, when we were talking about the special position of uh, the Malays in our country, I mentioned the word Bumiputra. And I said to the two boys who were Malays, I said, you are Bumiputras. And they looked at me and they asked me, what is Bumiputra, teacher? And I knew right then and then 
their families are good families. Even though they have that privilege of being called Bumiputras, the family had not told their children. This is the second time I'm coming out here, you still don't recognize me. Silly lah, you two. I'm not in the mood to smile tonight. The families had not explained that Malays are Bumiputras to their children. And that, I think, shows that our country got hope. Not every Malay is so hell-bent on being Bumiputras. In fact, I actually took out my phone to videotape the two of them and I had the intention of sending the video to their parents and I asked the children while I was filming them, I, I told the two of them, could you just ask me that question again? And they did. The two children looked into the camera and said, Teacher, what is Bumiputra? I wanted to send it to their parents, but I did not in the end. I thought that this was uh, none of my business because after all, it's not part of the curriculum, but it's just a question that came up during class. Um, I tried to explain it. I remember I explained it in very simple terms that the Malays have a special position in the country being um, the dominant race and uh, how the Chinese and Indians were really just um, migrants. We came over to this country to as workers, coolies. But now we have the privilege of uh, education. We have uh, we can work, we've got rights, we're not just some foreigner. I think I've spoken enough and I'm not so angry now. Wow, I was quite angry when I started my walk. I actually look forward to this walk the entire day. I really hope that if you're watching this video, I hope that you think carefully before you jump on the popular bandwagon, calling yourself feminist, calling yourself woke, shouting Black Lives Matter. Yeah, maybe I should talk about Black Lives Matter. You know, I understand uh, Black Lives Matter. But if somebody else wants to say that uh, white lives matter, so what? Uh, I don't know why you need to shut him down. I mean, like you can have arguments, you can have debates about, about it, you can talk about it. But attacking the person because he believes that all lives matter, I think it's just totally ridiculous. This um, the, the example that springs to mind is this... Professor Adli, um, he's quite a prol prolific writer and uh, speaker. 
and he held the position of all lives matter instead of just black lives and his talk was cancelled i wrote um three i think i wrote a three part um blog about that incident is my opinion that Dr. Adli did nothing wrong. He has his position. He's not saying he's anti-black lives. He's just saying that all lives matter. Lah. You know, his life, children, white, brown, green, whatever. Lah. All lives matter to him. Lah. And that's his village. He wants to fight and focus on all lives. You want to focus on black lives, you go ahead. Lah. He's not fighting against you. You know, but just because he's not in the same camp as you, or he doesn't have the same kind of thinking as you, so all of a sudden, oh, let's cancel him. Let's cancel his talk. Uh, yeah, anyway, um, in case you, did, you don't know, Dr. Adli was, was uh, not pleased with uh, uh, for his talk to be cancelled. And he went on a tirade online for several weeks arguing against why all lives matter and you know what it really did not do any did not help the black lives matter cause at that time the black lives matter really needed help, uh, support you know but because instead of trying to get support they also attack non-black lives matter people so they actually diluted their strength and focus away from the actual black lives matter cause which i thought that was uh, kind of stupid uh. but to, let, to tell you the truth i saw it coming look at the black lives matter go out and protest go out and riot and they say this is the only way to uh, get the government to notice us and notice our cause and to notice how angry we really are okay i can uh, i can appreciate that i can i can uh, understand that but then for you to break into shops to steal flat screen tvs you're idiots the action of this these few idiots really lost support from a lot of people so people like me who saw that happening although i believe that black lives do matter and uh, um, the blacks in america and around the world um, uh, how do you say are treated quite poorly by the authorities and by many people but because I saw the behavior of a few people who had abused their Black Lives Matter privileges. So I just support it quietly. I don't talk about it. If you ask me if I support it, of course I do. That's the right thing to do. But if you ask me, hey, come on, we're going to protest. No, thank you. I don't want to be part of your group. Later, 
you guys will riot, you guys will break into shops and steal things, and then say that, oh, it's uh, the only way we can get the government to notice us here yeah, by stealing flat screen TVs and uh, branded clothes. Fantastic. You guys should get PhDs straight away. Okay, lah. I think enough of me ranting tonight. In any case, it's not me ranting, it's my moustache. So I'm going to blame my moustache. If you enjoyed this uh, talk with me, my musing, give me a thumbs up on my video. If you disagree with me, post your comment, do your worst. And I'll see you in the next music. Bye.